0: For me, getting back out there means sprucing up my date night wardrobe, but I don't necessarily want to have a lot of extra stuff to hang on to. That's why I was happy to find out about Armoire. It's a clothing rental service, and it really takes away the stress about what to wear. For a monthly fee, members get access to high-quality designer clothing for any occasion. Just take a five-minute style quiz to get suggestions, and then pick what you want. The clothes arrive in as little as two days. One of the items I chose is a green v-neck wrap dress that works for both business and pleasure. And here's one thing I really love. Armoire is women-founded and women-led. Right now, my listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit gray. That is armoirestyle a-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash dating while gray to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. With the seasons changing and some fun getaways on my calendar, I want to spruce up my warm weather wardrobe. That's why I'm happy I found Quince. Quince offers clothing and accessories for women and also men, even kids and babies. Plus, Quince has housewares like organic duvet covers and shams and so much more. Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's because Quince partners directly with top factories. They cut out the middleman and pass the savings on to customers like me and you. Quince works only with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing processes along with premium fabrics and finishes. What's not to love about that? So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash datingwhilegray for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's QUINCE.com slash datingwhilegray to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com Dating
1: I met someone for coffee and he brought water with him and I said to him are you going to pay for my coffee and he said if I don't pay for your coffee
0: what's the outcome I said we're done <laughs> dating does not get easier as you get older sorry
2: my dates haven't met my expectations <laughs> Let me put it that way.
0: I don't want to date anymore. I said no, no, no. (laughs) This is Dating While Gray, the grown-up's guide to love, sex, and relationships. I'm Laura Stassi. I was married for almost 30 years before getting divorced. It wasn't my idea, but I probably should have seen it coming. I fought hard to keep it together. Aren't you supposed to stick together no matter what? Aren't you supposed to put your own happiness and personal fulfillment aside for the sake of your partner, your kids? Maybe I was in denial and truthfully kind of scared to be on my own after spending my entire adult life as part of a couple. Being on your own means when your car breaks down on a very rainy night, the first call you make is to a towing company. It means when your dog gets sick as you're running out the door for a really important meeting, you're late for the meeting. And being alone also means when there's a new movie to see or a new restaurant you want to check out, you figure out which one of your friends might be available instead of automatically assuming you'll have a companion. Now, four years later, I figured most of this being alone stuff out. Maybe I wasn't completely whole when I was married, but I'm whole now and I'm independent. I'm great on my own, but at the same time, I'm ready to find someone to share my life with. I happen to be looking for a man around my age. I'd love for him to be smart, active and funny, reliable, and it should go without saying, he needs to be available. But how do I find him? That's what I haven't quite figured out yet. So I started investigating. I'm a writer who's tackled a lot of big research projects. I thought, hey, why not use my professional skills for my personal life? The first thing I wondered was, is it even possible to find love after 50? My first interview was with a woman who had been married and divorced three times before she turned 50. She swore she would never get married again, but guess what? At the age of 67, she walked down the aisle for the fourth time. They happened to meet when they were both on vacations. How random is that? I've always believed in this idea that what's meant to be will be. Is that enough? Or as we get older, do we need to be more intentional if we want to couple up? So I dug around some more. Literally, there are millions of older single people out there. Some are widowed. Some have never found that special someone. And some are like me. We're dating because we're divorced after being married for a long time. In fact, the divorce rate for older Americans has exploded over the past several years. It even has its own nickname, Gray Divorce, and it's happening all over the world. South Africa, Japan, in Australia and England, they call it silver splitting. You know, the more people I talk to, the more I realize I'm not alone Whether people are looking for opposite sex or same-sex partners, there's a lot of confusion out there. On this first episode, the struggles and successes of people over 50 looking for love. It's a Friday night, and I'm at a restaurant slash sports bar a few miles from my high school alma mater. Go Spartans! The place is jammed because a bunch of us have gathered here for our 40th reunion. 40 years. I cannot believe it. My ex-husband is also a Spartan, but we didn't know each other back then, even though we graduated together. I doubt he'll show up tonight, even though he knows about it. I know he knows because I told him when I saw him at our daughter's college graduation a few months ago. I also gave his email address to the reunion committee. Knowing my ex, he's probably still waiting for his engraved invitation. Sorry, I'll lay off my ex. For now. I've been hearing a lot of stories about older people reconnecting with their high school flame and living happily ever after, but I didn't come here with that expectation. I did bring my recording equipment, though, in case I come across some gray daters. I can't be the only one. Let's find out.
3: Hi, Laura. I'm Susan. I was only married for seven years, and I've been divorced since 1988 and never got remarried. Um... You're different when you're this age. You know, I'll be 59 next month. And I've learned to trust a little bit, whereas I was kind of putting everyone in the same bucket. If I had gotten hurt from someone, I made sure that wouldn't happen. If I thought it was, I cut it off. What I've done with this relationship is not expect anything. Take it day by day. We're on our third year, and uh, he's younger than me. We met at work, and... um, it's, it's going well. We'll see where it goes because, you know, you're into three years. I'm not going to wait forever. <laughs> so um, we'll see where it goes. We have plans, but it's kind of complicated. He's got to settle some things, and he has a child still in high school. He has his place. I have my place. And that's another big thing. I'm a control freak. It's got to go my way. <laughs> you know? And um, he's a strong personality, too and so I've learned to let it go I give him control to a point when it's abused I speak up you know because you lose respect and respect is more than love
2: look at all your fancy recording equipment I'm impressed my name is Brett I'm on my second marriage I like marriage so much I've been married twice now Um, hang in there Um, there's somebody for everybody I really feel feel that and um, uh, never give up hope never give up hope because at some point in my life i was at a very low low and i just had to pull myself up and say no this is not this is not the end i got to pull it up and um, go forward and i did and life couldn't be better right now
0: hey you want to talk Do
4: you want to
0: talk no oh you don't want to talk
4: dating all no, no, no. Debbie I was pretty heavy back in the day probably 2014 when my significant passed away I didn't like the way I looked I didn't like the way I felt I lost about 20, 25 pounds before I decided to enter a gym because I felt very intimidated by looking as big as I was. I just didn't want to go in that heavy. Met a personal trainer because you get two free sessions when you join the gym. After the two sessions, he talked me into signing up with them. And the more I did them, the more I fell in love with weightlifting. I realized that I really wanted to pursue a bodybuilder lifestyle I became just became more of a gym freak and stayed at the gym five six days a week you know there's a lot of people at the gym that I'm interested in but at the same time it's very hard I feel like to have a relationship in a gym everybody's looking to improve themselves right there are some that look at me and are jealous I wish that wasn't the case but I feel that that they think that my body looks better than their body or whatever and so the jealousy might hurt having a relationship. Having a relationship outside the gym has been a struggle too. There are people that once in a while ask me out. A lot of times people don't and I think it's because they know I'm a gym freak. I may not fit in their lifestyle. I do go out. I love to dance. I'm a big, big, big dancer at bars. Some guys that I dance with, they think that's means something, right? You know, that's not how it works for me. I'm not like, okay, I'm just going to go home with you or I'm just going to go out with you just because I dance one dance with you. For me to go out with somebody, I really need to know that person.
0: Here's an update on Debbie, she's still bodybuilding and has even gone out on a date with a gym buddy. As for me, I did not make any love connections, not that night. Before we get back to the episode, I want to tell you a quick story about how this podcast got started. A few years ago, I was listening to WAMU in my car and I heard about The Pod Shop, a donor-supported program where I could learn how to make a podcast. I barely knew what a podcast was, but I pitched Dating While Gray and WAMU chose me. That's the reason I'm here today. WAMU members really did make Dating While Gray possible. So I wanna encourage you to support all the great work that WAMU does. You can click the link in this episode's show notes or give online at wamu.org. Ready for a quiz? I'm going to say four names. Three of them are actual usernames of men I came across when I tried online dating. One of the names I made up. Guess which one I made up. McLoving. The Gentle Leo. Dr. Wood. Penguin Lust trick question. All of these are actual usernames of men dating online. And let me tell you, I came across far worse. So perhaps you can understand why I didn't stick with online dating for long. I don't have the dedication or the stomach for it. It's so overwhelming. Not that I'm all that, but the first time I got online, I was bombarded with emails and winks and waves and nudges and whatever else people do to try to grab your attention. Sifting through the mess was a lot of work that yielded a lot of horrified laughs, several first dates, but no potential partner. I really wasn't surprised. Does anybody meet a potential partner online? Then I talked to Michael Rosenfeld. He's a sociology professor at Stanford who did a study on how couples meet.
2: Internet is the number one way couples meet for people of all ages. It's been the number one way same-sex couples have met for quite some time. For heterosexual couples, meeting online has been the number one way couples meet since about 2013.
0: All right, Professor, not that I'm skeptical. Oh, who am I kidding? Of course, I'm skeptical. My personal research totally contradicts your scientific findings. But it reminds me of a man I met online. His name is Jim. And on our first and only date, he went into great detail describing his methodical and analytical approach to online dating. I couldn't believe he put his faith in an algorithm over his gut. And yet, Maybe this is what it takes to succeed at online dating. I decided to ask Jim about that. We didn't click, but he was a good sport when I asked if he talked to me on tape. We met at a Whole Foods in Northern Virginia. It has a rockin' happy hour on the weekends, but on this late Saturday morning, there are only some grocery shoppers with some very tired kids.
1: Hi, I'm Jim. I'm from Seattle. I've been in Washington, D.C. for almost 30 years. I met my, uh, my, my future, uh, now ex-wife, uh, at, a, at a sleazy pickup bar. We started dating and got married too fast for the wrong reasons. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> but you, it, there was something there because you something stayed married? That, yeah, got yeah. stayed married for a long yeah. time.
1: She walked into my um, office at home one day and said, I'm moving out. Oh. Um, three weeks before our 30th anniversary. As I always tell everybody, I did not object. Ah. We've been living parallel lives for years.
0: Uh-huh. When did the thought enter your mind? I think I want to start dating.
1: Um, fairly quickly. I think I started dating in about three months later. You know, that, that would some, that surprised one of my kids, not the other one, and some other people. But I mean, it was not like I needed to get over anything but the official stuff. That sounds a little cold, I know. But it'd been, it'd been a long time of not much of a relationship at all. Before I started, I, want, I, I did actually quite a bit of research in just in terms of reading different articles because I wanted, to be a, uh, I wanted to be successful, whatever that meant, and I wanted to be good at dating and be a good date.
0: You did it by the textbook, it sounds like, about creating your profile. I did,
1: and also what, and also what I did is I sent, it to my, I sent it to my sister-in-law and said, please give me feedback. I got my neighbor from across the street yeah. to come take a picture, a couple pictures of me and one with a dog because you can never go wrong with having a picture with your dog. So you were
0: very strategic
1: about doing this. Well, it's just strategic in that I wanted to, yeah. you know, present myself well in a way that well, would be, you know, well-received.
0: Explain to me the process. So, okay.
1: What I did is what I set up a series of searches for myself uh, that had the key attributes. And I didn't have a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of things you can search by: hair color, eye color, body type. My 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 only ones were basically college degree. Um, no one taller than me, mostly because they weren't yeah. interested in me.
0: And you would update your searches fairly regularly,
1: right? I mean, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would go through and I'd run the search and I'd look who was, you know, look who was there and see if I was interested. And that's one of the things I liked about matches. It. It had the most flexible and user-friendly ability to sort and look at things the way you wanted. Sure. I'm a numbers guy, and you can sort numbers in Excel. I wanted to be able to sort and look at things in ways that I wanted to, and Match allowed me to, to do that.
0: I guess I wanted to believe there was something more mysterious or magical about online dating. Oh, I, I think it's both.
1: I and mean, To me, you really look at it as both. I mean, every every date is a potential magical opportunity.
0: Did you get on thinking, I just want a date? Or were you thinking, I really want to find somebody else to share the second half of my life with? Uh,
1: yes, some of, <laughs> some, some of both. But you know, I went out on, on, on a lot of dates. And I can say in that whole time, I probably only had three or four dates that I considered a bad experience.
0: I wasn't one of those three or four, was I?
1: <laughs> uh, no, you were not. <laughs> We did not we this did not right, have clear. we did not we did not have a spark. We did, we did not, not have, a, have a match and we communicated about that to yeah. be honest with each other yeah. like adults. Yeah. Uh, but I had a very nice time with you. Yes. We went to the Portrait Gallery, had some wine afterwards. It was I a remember. nice time,
0: but it was just It was fascinating from the research standpoint. One other thing you told me <laughs> during the date. Okay. You asked me if I knew the oh third date rule. Oh I forgot was, about that. And I said to you you don't even think about having sex with someone until after you've been out at least three times. And you said
1: If, if a woman's not willing to sleep with you by the third date, you move on. Okay. But it was a, that, that's the type of thing that, that I said comes from men's magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite confident that was I forget which one, but I know I read that. And, and it, it, once again, what you know after you see something, right. you see it everywhere.
0: Right. Well, that's really sad, because we're all grown-ups. You could have three dates and three nights. Do yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, seriously. So,
1: I, I I would have to speculate that I when I asked you that question, I wasn't asking you like to find out if that was a compatibility test. Oh no no for no, us, no no! I think it's because we were exploring because you were so new to dating, we were exploring, and you were asking me questions. Yes. And you yes. were trying to learn things, and I was like, oh, yes. so as you're dating, yes. are you aware of the the third the three date rule? Yes. Just to clarify for the listeners. It's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. what made you memorable. Tell me about. Laura.
1: Laura. Uh, so, Not me, Laura. Girlfriend name Laura, right. Uh, we, we met on Match. Actually, she contacted me. So, so for all the systems in the world that you have, she contacted me. Do you, what was your first date like? She was, um, she was 45 minutes late. Oh. And she was just so impressed that I was nice and waited and didn't complain that she was late. And I was just like, it's traffic in D.C. And how long did you date before you decided you wanted to be exclusive? I think it was about six or seven weeks.
4: Oh,
0: seven so, or eight weeks. So, if you don't mind me asking, what came first, the commitment talk or the sex? Oh,
1: wow. Uh, sex. Oh. We did, but then we actually um, stopped having sex because I said that I was uncomfortable seeing more than one person and being in a sexual relationship. But again, it's one thing to be dating more than one person, that's another thing to be.
0: Having sex with... Sleeping
1: them. with another person yeah. at the same time.
0: Do you miss dating?
1: Not, not really. No. Okay. I mean, the ultimate objective was a long-term relationship, and I have a, have a good one with a woman I love. So, Aww. no, I do not, do not miss dating.
4: Good for you.
0: Jim and the other Laura dated for about three years before moving in together. A year later, Jim reports that all is well, and he is happy to be out of the gray dating scene. Can't blame him. Clearly, online dating worked out for Jim and the other Laura. And you heard the Stanford professor. Online dating is how most straight and gay couples of all ages get together. But part of me is still clinging to the idea of serendipity, especially when I hear stories like the next one. And so I started to
5: actually time things so that I could see him take the dog for a walk and just think, this is deranged.
0: That's coming up next. This week, I'd love for you to persuade a friend to listen to Dating While Gray. Surely you know someone trying to navigate love, sex, and relationships. Pause the episode right now and text them the link to datingwhilegray.com. Losing a partner is devastating, no matter how old you are. And maybe at this age, it's easy to slip into thinking, I'll never find love again. But you never know what will happen next. Meet
2: Blair. Married for 35 years, three kids. We moved up here for a job change September of 2013. And just as we uh, were coming up here, we learned my wife had um, brain cancer. She passed away in January of 2015.
0: Blair lives in an apartment building in Maryland.
2: This apartment building has a shuttle van and um, it was a it was a Friday afternoon. And I got on the van and Whitney was um, on the van with her parents and her partner at the time. I was just um, kind of uh, really uh, taken by her beauty immediately.
0: Whitney also lives in that apartment building. She's been divorced for a while, moved here from up north for the job of her dreams. She has a long-distance boyfriend, and he keeps breaking promises to end the long-distance thing by moving down here for good.
5: Sounds crazy, but I just remember this jolt, like, wow, wow, something about this man.
2: After that, walking Linus periodically, and I would run into Whitney when she would be coming home from work or out running errands or something, and It would be a nice um, sort of chance meeting, I have to say. I was kind of looking for her to, to come by anytime I was out there walking the dog.
5: He'd say, maybe we should get together for a cup of coffee sometime or a glass of wine. And I would say, oh, I'm out of town. I'm really sorry. Because I was in this relationship, my job as a medical reporter took me all over the place. I was virtually never home. I was really concerned with just... You know, I was already, there was separation between me and and the man I was, I was seeing. So I would not telegraph at all that I had had that zing and was really attracted to Blair.
2: I met some women in bars, but nothing ever developed. I was always hoping that Whitney would be available or interested.
5: I started to enlist friends in the building and I'd say, let's get together on the roof. Because, you know, we have this beautiful roof and view and we have the sun deck and I'd bake something for dinner or, I you know, or I'd, We'd have wine. And and I truly actually thought this man is probably lonely and it probably would be very nice for him to have somewhere to go and people to talk to. So I started inviting him to join myself and other women in the building and other friends in the building. Every time he came up, I noticed that he was completely impeccable. And he was just always such a gentleman impeccably dressed. He was impeccably clean-shaven and not a hair out of place. I know this man is courting
2: me. She was absolutely right. I was trying to make myself look and present myself as best I could knowing I was gonna see her
5: all the women in the building are in love with him too <laughs> and they would see us up on the roof and they they just would say oh my goodness he's the cutest thing he's so wonderful. he's so lovely
2: one time she was saying how she was frustrated that her you know boyfriend was you know up in New Jersey and not willing to come down and um, and I said to her I can't understand how a man wouldn't want to spend as much time with you as possible how they could, stay away and not want to be with you all the time. And I said, yeah, I, do, I can't understand how a man could know you as well as he does or even as I do, which isn't as much, and not sp- want to spend all the time he could with you.
5: I had moved recently into an apartment that gave me a view of the street. I noticed more and more that I was able to see Blair taking the dog out for a walk. And so I started to actually time things so that I could see him take the dog for a walk and just think, this is deranged, what I'm doing. This is crazy. Normal people don't do this. Like, wait to go to work until they've seen the guy walk out with the dog. Um, It really started to make me panic that other women were gonna see what I saw. I just started thinking, how could this man stay free? I started really getting sad because I started thinking, I really like this man and one day Blair was walking into the building as I was walking out and it, I don't really even quite know why I did this but I put my arm through his arm and I said, I don't need to talk to you because you walk with me and I said,
2: Turn me right around." every
5: time you ask me out for coffee or for wine I'm not a flake. I know what you're really asking me and I'm not telling you no. It's just, I need some time.
2: We a text from her, okay you can take me out to dinner now it's okay (laughs) so we went out and we had a wonderful time talking and we were just really connecting and at one point i reached my arm out of the table and i said do you mind if i hold your hand and it was just it was really electrifying (laughs) and then whitney sang me a couple of songs from the sound of music
5: but i don't remember what prompted that but all of a sudden i found myself sitting there singing to him and he (laughs) (laughs) was <laughs> astounded
2: she's got a beautiful singing voice she does she sang edelweiss i knew i wanted to be with her for the rest of my life i knew that this is a person i didn't want to let go or wasn't going to take lightly and um i also knew i probably had you know grown emotionally and emotionally matured from my from being married um that there were Probably, you know, my wife used to accuse me of um, sometimes not sharing my emotions as much. And um, when, after she was gone, and I thought if I ever found the right person, I wasn't going to let the opportunity go by without making sure that I really let my emotions be known.
5: From the beginning, I would say, all right, here's everything you want to know about me. All the ugly stuff, all the bad stuff, all the scary things, all the things that I still... You know, don't talk about my shames, my fears, things that happened to me that you probably aren't going to believe, but it's true, it did. You know, like all of it, just download. Get it out of the way, get it up front. Do you still want to be with me? And his response, after a few days of kind of unloading all that was, I want you to know I love you so much that you can take all the love now and go back in the past and just pour all the love I have for you over everything that hurt and let it fill those cracks know that no, you're going to get to this point you're
4: going to be okay
5: i was a single woman doing her thing and succeeding and he came along at a point in my life where i didn't need him and i actually used to say that to him i don't need you
2: she's lovely she's funny she's fun bright um, caring emotional by the way i've got a list on my phone of all the, <laughs> over 40 adjectives i think i have to <laughs> describe whitney
5: It really was this energy that Blair brought to my life and everyone sees that I'm whole and I didn't need this man, but maybe I really did.
0: Blair and Whitney got married. They had a small ceremony with just their family, including Whitney's son and Blair's kids. They were all thrilled. And Whitney's ex-husband and her former long-distance boyfriend, Both sent their best wishes. Whitney changed her last name to Blair's, and after the honeymoon, they moved in together into an apartment in the building where they used to be just neighbors. Sometimes dating feels so daunting to me. It's a really big world out there. Finding the right person is going to take a whole lot of effort and time, maybe money, disappointment, and heartbreak and anxiety. Or I'll have to figure out exactly where to stand so that when my special someone falls out of the sky, he will land right on top of me in a good way. But you know, I'm not complaining. It's exciting to be having so many new experiences at this stage of life. I'm doing things I've never done before. I'm meeting people I never would have met had I remained coupled, whether they're potential partners or friends. I've expanded my circle. I've built a new community. Dating While Gray is produced by Ponce Rutsch, Patrick Fort, Ruth Tam, Julia Karen, and me, Laura Stassi. Our theme music is by Daniel Peterschmidt, and Mike Kidd mixes the show. WAMU's general manager is JJ Yore, and Andy McDaniel oversees everything we make here. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to datingwhilegray at wamu.org or follow us on Facebook. Search for Dating While Gray and like our Facebook page. Or you can see what I'm up to on Twitter at Dating Gray. Dating While Gray would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Support our work right now at wamu.org. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more stories of Dating While Gray.